Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 29. I'm your host, Skids. With me is Gucci. I'm here tonight. And we got Yard Sale. Yo, yo. And Fence Post. Hello. And Tater Tot. Hey, guys. Right on. <laughs> I played music. There was music. You didn't hear it? Yeah. You gotta find out who that is, Scott. They drive by every Thursday night. Yeah. yeah every every Thursday. No, every other Thursday. Every night. other Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I gotta figure that one out. It's really shit music. Yeah. It was free though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You couldn't tell. I said we can tell. You can tell. Hmm. No. Nah. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> How about you? All right. So, what have you guys been up to? We got Tater Tot with us, Jimmy Tate. I'm here. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Had some interesting fun flies the past couple weeks. Nice. We're definitely going to get into we that. We couldn't make it. Yeah. To the Queen City. I had a local one, you know. Yeah. No worries. He's going wild. <laughs> Got my first night flight in. Nice. In Joyzy, right? That's yeah, awesome. it was fun. Joyzy. Joyzy. So how was the night flight, Jimmy? So that was interesting. It was, uh, I guess, a little bit of a different perspective than it is during the day. It seemed like it was a little bit slower coming at me. I was afraid that I was going to go past the flight line, so I was just keeping it pretty simple. Like depth perception and stuff like that, too? Yeah, I guess. I, I, maybe, the, you know, if the lights, the hurts, the lights, you know, it just kind of slows it down a little bit. Um, yeah. It makes it look like it's slower, but it's really not. Yeah, so I was, I, I was just worried that I was going to come in too far, too fast. and What's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, not when everybody's behind you. I wouldn't worry about it. It just crashes. That's the yeah. best time. That's how. That's the straight intro into a McPool McGrady. <laughs> Fine, <Find duck, you laughs> run. That's how you make a McDougal ditch. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's always been like that too. It's like it just feels like it's slow, but then it just out of nowhere, it's on top of you. I don't know. I think spotlights, like if you use spotlights, it's even worse. Oh, it's better. Really? Yep. Yeah, those know. those big halogen lights or whatever from the generators, those yeah. are a weird frequency that cause issues. But if you run a spotlight, they're, they're so easy to see. Hmm. Hmm. You can keep it I five ne- inches. I never noticed it. <laughs> Mike just closes his eyes anyway. He's like... Yeah. Well, really, the only time I've flown under the generator lights was at Cincinnati that one year, Dan, when you really couldn't even see the helicopter anyways because there was so much <laughs> fog and nitro smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that, was, that was the ultimate night flying yeah. in the fog. That made well, it very interesting. We're re- recreating that this weekend. <laughs> it be all sweet, I could, nice and cooled. Uh, like, all I could think of, like, looking at the weather, I'm like, man, Mike is going gonna, is gonna to have some, some nitro, like, greatness this weekend being so oh, cold. I can't wait. Can't wait. It's gonna be like in the fifties. I'm like, my OS mm-hmm. is gonna run <laughs> like a. Never mind. 
Yeah, it's going to have a little bit extra oomph, like a YS, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a YS that starts all the time. Great. I don't know. I didn't have any issues with my YSs this past weekend. No? The 3DS no. was running good. Dude, it, it, I haven't had any issues, knock on wood. You never know. I did put in, I'm did put i putting the 96 back in, so we'll talk about that. Oh, what are you doing that for? Uh, we know. You don't if you're have not to having issues, so why would you change it? You don't have to rebuild them so often when they don't get off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> I only I only put five flights per per motor, and I just put it tuck it away for a while. This way, yeah. I never once have the regulator needs clean, he just swaps motors. <laughs> yeah, I did take Where's the regulator one? from the ninety one and just put it on the ninety six. I'm like, I know this regulator works, so might as well just keep using it. No, seriously, why are you swapping it out if it's been running good? Uh, because I, I did, uh, Kenny did the, uh, carburetor mod or whatever on the 90 for the 96. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to okay. give that a try. Yep. Gotcha. So I promised that I was going to do it and I kind of slacked. Um, and finally I'm like, yeah, I might as well do it now and just get it done and over with and see if the 96 is still not running for me. So we'll see. Nice. Cause I've, I've had good you know good success with uh the 91 3ds's so i guess we'll have to see if the 96 is a little bit better now with the carburetor very cool all right you guys well let's kick it off first things first we want to thank everybody who downloads streams and listens to our podcast we certainly appreciate each and every one of you guys so thank you and uh let's uh kick off some weeks what do you think let's do it all right Gucci, take it away, man. Man, I actually have four bullets this week. Uh Uh-oh. The the first one is kind of... Yeah, the first one is more like I'm just being a little crybaby about it, and I I really think that I need a wingman in the hobby. You know, like I'm trying to get somebody to go with me to Queen City, and it just wasn't happening. Mow down, same thing. And I'm like, you know... I'm just a, a solo. I'm running solo over here. To this all wouldn't be the flights. same guy that complained all year about not having any vacation time, would it? Yeah, it might be. I'm, it was just complaining. <laughs> right? You can move to North Carolina. Yeah, uh, it's true. You'd have so like I... 16 wingmen. <laughs> no, because that means that I'm going to leave with like wheel weights every weekend. I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a, a ton of wheel right. weights. No, Plus, no. Ohio's for fun flies. Remember. <laughs> Yeah, Ohio is for fun flies. <laughs> Make Ohio great again for fun flies? Yep, no, it's already great. Hey there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding, Mike. Um, no, it's just, uh, it, it's very interesting, you know, because the more I'm in the hobby, like, it just seems that you always got to have somebody to kind of keep you motivated in the hobby. Um, so, and I know we, you, you do it all the time whenever we hang out at Night Nighthawks, so it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I did get to do some fun flies and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but, uh, in the past two weeks, uh, I did attempt a blade stop at 10 feet in uh, in an auto rotation at the, (laughs) how'd that work out? It wasn't an attempt. You succeeded. (laughs) It it stopped. So, you know, like when you like, you play it out in your mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, just slow it down. Yeah. This looks, this is looking perfect. And then you go, oh shit. I bled too much of that speed slowing down. And I'm like, well, I'm in a predicament here. I'm 10 feet off the ground. I can't really push the nose down. Um, 
and my at that point i was committed and i was like you know what i'm gonna land that bad boy if it's in one piece or 20 it's gonna happen i was hoping that the the boom just snaps off and gets about two inches away from the cone so i can win the competition but it didn't work out so um yeah that that second try was was a disaster but actually it was like one pitch arm does the only thing that was wrong with a helicopter nice so yeah so being in, in throttle hold already you know i wasn't too old for hold and uh, it minimal damage almost nothing so very cool um so i was waiting for the 580 nitro to show up to at my house too and i decided to say you know what when you have good friends in the hobby that already have a 580 nitro sitting on their porch you just con them into lending you their kit so you can start building and when yours comes in you just replace it to the brand new inbox 580. that is a good so friend. yeah so mitch booth was like yeah sure like you know he ordered his from bk hobbies so he got there i think what was it two days ago yeah two days ago and uh i was able to pick that up and i already started building it so it's standing so i have another couple hours worth of work probably tomorrow and then we'll be done so i'm, I'm kind of super stoked i i really like after seeing kyle stacy flying at queen city i'm like man you know it's gonna be such a killer combo it really will be i mean it's flying i mean it's kyle stacy flying with a 50 in it but that only leads you to think it's like put a 55 in it and you know even if you run it rich you should be able to fly it and it's going to be awesome so i'm super stoked about this one i don't know why but i was kind of like this too with the 556 remember kevin mm -hmm. i was like i kept waiting and waiting like that's that size nitro it's just it's what i started with 600 size nitro and it's just like it it speaks to me so i'm, I'm super stoked about that yeah and very impressive it is it really is and then the last thing is i'm cleaning up my fleet so i could get it ready for the mow down so yeah boy all that's gone slowly but surely you know nice yep scott tell us about your week yo so i only have two bullet points but they're good ones so i finally rebuilt my 700 kraken it's been crashed i don't even know how many times i think six times and it was always like little things like replace nylon bolts, replace the links, bend the pitch arms back. And I just fixed it at fun flies and never actually repaired it. So I finally went through it tip to tail, replaced all the shafts, replaced all the arms I could bend, replaced the hollow <laughs> arms, like everything. And it finally flies well. So nice. Yeah. So I took that to the field last weekend and uh, was it last weekend? It was Monday, I think, or Sunday. I don't remember which. But had a real good time flying it. Awesome. And then uh, got the oxynitro flying a lot better. I put the 90 durometer dampeners in it, mm. and that made a world of difference. The stock dampeners just aren't good enough. Um, when you start flying it on the stock softer dampeners, they start to generate a lot of play in the head early on. But through the 90s in there, perfect. I actually cool. quite like it now. Nice. And other than that, I am patiently sitting, waiting, very excited for a Kraken 580 Nitro. Whoa. Yeah. yeah I want boy. one bad. Baller. Is it on, yeah, on order? That, but I want one bad. Did you get on order? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I was waiting for A main to get them in stock, and I was going to buy one from A main. Gotcha. Yeah, it would make sense well, to do that. If I'm honest, right now, I'm sitting in the shopping cart and I'm waiting to push the buy button. I'm just trying to like tempt fate with the wife. Mm. Yeah, I could do it. Just do I it. can have it here like in two days. Be strategic, my friend. Yeah, nah, just I gotta do it. do it before she leaves town or something. <laughs> yeah. Strategery. Strategery. Buy now. Explain yeah. later. But I saw them in stock yesterday, basically, and I got all excited. So I'm probably going to buy one like right now, literally nice. before we finish this podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Well, all right, Meow. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us about your week? All right, Meow. Let's see. Meow, I had a. All right, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Meow. Yeah. Watch it, Meow. Um. Went out to the field with a couple of the guys and flew three flights. Was not really feeling it. For some reason, I was like almost bored flying. I don't know if it's because I've been away for a couple weeks, not really flying much. Uh, but I think I need to get into like doing the pilot proficiency stuff again. Or a good fun fly that I can actually make it to would probably help that. Kind of get fired up again and f- about flying. Nice. So, yeah, I just kind of wasn't feeling it. Um, I am going to the Cincinnati Air Masters that is this weekend, which would have gone by the time people listen to this. But So I'm actually really, really pumped about that. It'll be my first fun fly that like we've gone somewhere and attended. I'm pretty jealous. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to it. They're going to have generator lights, night flying. It's going to be nice and cold. So mm-hmm. I'm bringing extra nitro. There you just because I, I think I'm going to burn a lot of uh, lots of fuel this weekend. So it should be good. Awesome. Other than that, I started building the Protoss 380 kit. Yeah. And I got to say, I am not very impressed. <laughs> Yeah, the quality is not, I mean, it's not atrocious, but stuff like the tail especially, uh, I cannot get the tail smooth. For some reason, It's it just binds like crazy. Um, I haven't flown it yet. It's, it's all built and set up. I know already without even flying it that the tail is going to have a wag issue just because of how tight the mechanical... Uh, stuff in the tail is, but I've done everything to loosen it up as much as I could. So if anybody knows any secrets, uh, I talked to K-Dub and he sent me a link to a write-up he did on Helifreak. Uh, I did some of that stuff on there and it made it a little bit better, but it's still, it's not where it should be in my opinion. Um, and the other thing was, they give you tail blades for it like plastic tail blades. I'm like, oh, I'll just throw these on. You know, this thing's going to be a beater anyways. What's it matter? Uh, but the tail blades don't fit. Huh. The The root of the blade is like a big round root and it hits the spindle bolt and it doesn't allow you to put in the uh, the blade bolt. Hmm. You just grind those down. That's really... Yeah, apparently. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe I got something put together wrong. I've gone over it a, quite a few times trying to figure out why it's binding up so bad. Uh, but maybe I'm completely missing something and that's why nothing's fitting. Uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. So far, it's it's not been my favorite. So we'll see. Did we'll you see try the manual? Flies. I did. I built it from the manual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the tail. There's not really much there to yeah. screw up. You know what I mean? It's just like where the the little dog bone thing is. Yeah. That goes to the grip arm. Like the screws that go into the grip arm are going in like at an angle. And that's where all the bindings coming from. It's almost like the dog bone pieces are too short. Hmm. I don't know. It's really weird. So not not too impressed with it. We'll see how it flies. If it's a turd, it's probably going to get a tail slide of death under the lights at the mode or uh, at the Air Masters event. Mm. And uh, we'll throw it in a throw it in a target bag. There you go. Don't do that. The guy at my club might want to buy it, dude. Man, we'll see how frustrated it makes me. <laughs> we'll oh, see. Mike. Oh. We'll see. So, that's pretty much it for me. I haven't done a whole lot of flying. Did a little bit of building, some fixing stuff. Oh, I did get the, the Horex is ready to go for a yeah, beatdown at Air Masters. It's back up and running, so that's good. Nice. Um, it did not really chicken dance, but it ground away some of the clutch when it crashed because I had to run over and get the fuel lines off. I did not replace that, so this could be uh, a waste of time taking it down there this weekend. We'll see. I'm hoping that it wasn't on very long. Uh, it didn't throw like dust and stuff everywhere, so I think it's probably okay, but we'll find out. Right. Might fly like a busted turd. We'll see. Mm. Mm, tail yeah, slide that one too. Yeah, we might. We might. <laughs> we might. Oh goodness. Is that it? Yep, but that's it. That's it for me. All right. Well, mine's short and sweet too. Uh we're gonna talk about Queen City, of course. Uh do a little wrap up on that. But uh I finally got the uh Black Thunder flying uh decent this time. So Tom Shin let me borrow some beater seven seventeens. Um, pretty sure it's, those blades have gone through a fence or something before. Not quite sure. But, uh, he was wanting me to put it in the beans, so I did. And, uh, and I pulled out quite a few plants with it. So, it's, uh, it's doing good. He flew it, I flew it, uh, got about three flights on it at the fun fly, and, um, yeah, it's, it's rocking and rolling now, so I just need to get some blades for it and call it a day. But, um, at any rate, it was, it was a good time. Uh, I finally put a fan on the 6S580, and it made all the difference. So, I was pretty happy to, uh, have that basically be a rock-solid machine now. It flies good, uh, it's not getting too hot, um, and, yeah, I mean, that thing's amazing. We, we did some competition stuff with it, and, uh, love that thing, so, um... I don't know what you're some... talking about. I've always been a fan of you. Oh, sweet. Uh, so, I also <laughs> flew the... <laughs> Joke not received. Seriously, Get oh, back. great. Moving on. <laughs> Did somebody speak? Uh, no, it's it's a good machine. It really is. I think that one... I, th I think you're right. You said it a long time ago. You said something like, I know which one you're going to choose. And I have to agree with you. Uh, I, I think the 6S is really good. Uh, the 12S is fun, but I don't feel like it's something that I'm going to progress on unless I turn it down, you know? 
Um, cause otherwise it's just going to be yeah, beat the mental. piss out of it every time I put it up, you know? Um, but, uh, I have not started too much with the Aurora. I'm trying to invest time with that, but it's just been difficult. Um, I did rebuild the 56 last night in the vibe. So that's ready to go. And other than that, just uh, counting the days to mow down. So that's pretty much it for me, except for the, the fun fly, which we'll touch on later. So, but nice. yeah. yeah. So we got a, we got a word for that. Uh, you're saying the 12S is, is a little bit uh, too much. You got to turn it down. Yeah. We got a word for that up here in Canada. What's that? You know what it is, Gucci? It's hot and nasty. <laughs> yeah. Look, Mike. Hot and nasty does not describe how fast that heli is. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's one of those situations where you see a video and you're like, man, that thing is fast. In real life, I don't care who you are, it takes the biggest cojones to stand behind Kevin. And I, I've, I've sat, <laughs> I've been next to Kevin a lot of times. He's flown some 700s that are, you know, pretty fast. Like, I, I just sat underneath the overhang, man. I'm telling you, it's it's sickening. Like if if you blink want for one millisecond, you lose it. Wow. I really I really believe that Kevin at times. I mean, because he's flying it, he knows what it's doing, right? But it, it's just that stinking fast that you cannot keep track of it unless you either have a wide zoom lens and you kind of just point the camera into where you think it is, and you might get it. I mean, it's just it's unbelievably fast. Like I, I can't even cool. I can't even describe it, you know. It's a little frightening. I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's you know. Does it make you dribble? <laughs> a couple of drops of pee. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's nasty. And um, I, Sherman did the video, and I don't know if you you could hear it at the end, but I was like, yeah, I said it scares the piss out of me. To be honest, I mean, it's <laughs> it's really fast. But um, anyway, yeah, it's a good time. But uh, I don't know that it's going to stay that way. I think I'm still kind of in the honeymoon phase with it. Uh, but I, I don't know that it's going to stay that way. It's even like the Black Thunder. The Black Thunder also is just absurdly fast. And uh, I think it's run around 2100, maybe touch over 2100 head speed. And it's just ridiculous. So I, I don't know that I'll keep it there. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. But I don't, it's, it's going to probably change. <laughs> So, but, uh, anyway, moving on, Scott, it's gotta be more than 2,100. You think? I think so. Mm. I think maybe the gearing's wrong on the radio. <laughs> that could be. I think it is. It, it was doesn't, fast. It, which one are you talking about? The Black Thunder that, yeah. uh, that Tom. you brought to my field. Yeah. Before. Yeah. I thought it had like a 24 tooth pinion or something. Uh, are you using the, uh, Kraken 580? RPM measurements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope not, but maybe. Um, that one's been going for a little while now. Like I, I don't think that that's one that was confused, or I was confused. Um, but it, it, I think it's a 23-tooth, Scott. Even still, 23-tooth. It's cooking. Yeah. No, but it's... Um, what's the standard pinion for that? 21. Then maybe it's a 22. No, uh, maybe, but I think it's higher than 21 is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What well, doesn't wind up on the ground and sound like it's like 22 or 23. You know what I mean? Because it has that hum. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that, I don't think. 
But man, when you get it moving and <laughs> momentum gets behind it, it's pretty stupid. For so. a second, I didn't think Tom Shane was going to give you the radio back <laughs> when he was flying it. I'm yeah, like, he. I... Go ahead. Oh. Well, like I was watching him, and I'm like, yeah, I think Tom Shin is getting suckered into buying one. <laughs> so the funny thing of it was is that he messaged us, and uh, he said, um, "I actually sold two helis, and I have two coming." And I was like, "Oh man, what's what's the deal here?" And he actually ended up selling his Protos Nitro and sold. Uh, what was the other one? Gucci, I think I told you, didn't I? The Diablo. The Diablo. That's what it was. He no. sold both of those, and he ended up buying a, a black nitro and a Kraken nitro. <laughs> so I I think it's very possible that the Black Thunder played an influence on that. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see what he thinks of those. Be pretty fun. All right, Scott. What do we got next? We are talking about what is hot. What is hot? Yeah, what is hot? Bring it, Gucci. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. We're not actually going to let him get away with that, are we? Uh, it was different. <laughs> I was going to let That him was go. not passionate at all. <laughs> what is hot? There we there go. There, there we go. All right, go ahead, Gucci. All right. So did you guys hear this, like, some hotness going around at Fun Flies when Scott attends? And I'm not talking about tandems. So apparently he's giving out five inches uh, doing oh, auto contests no. right now. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. No, that's hot. That's it's hot. The press. That's, mm. that's that's a fact. It might yep. be hot. Yeah. No, it was inside hot. joke. I'm jealous. He didn't offer me five inches on my yeah. auto. Just saying. Uh, he was. I was like, I, I had to do a ten foot blade stop, and that didn't even impress no. him. No. <laughs> not even just a tip. Not even an ouch ouch on my hair. It was just not like even bone two. Dry. <laughs> not even two inches in a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> uh, that was just a joke. Okay, let's 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 go to a. Uh, this is not hot news. No, this is like sad news. It's sad news. So, um, did you guys see that um, Heli Lids is closing shop? Mm. Did not see that yeah. until right now. Yeah. So I guess he's just kind of taking a step back. Um, however, the good news is out of this whole thing is that he does have some clearance um prices for the stuff just to get some of the the stock off the shelves so mm -hmm. if you've been looking for like tools or anything like that i know he was pretty good at stocking all sorts of different tools um kevin you you made an order didn't you yeah yeah i bought a switch glow for the aurora yeah. so so you got a, a few bucks off of that but mm -hmm. yeah it's sad um because it's you know it's just now it's not the time but you know, everybody's got things going on in their lives that um, sometimes you got to reprioritize your stuff. So, sounds like Alan. I uh, wish him the best of luck on the next endeavor, but mm -hmm. it's sad to see him go, you know? Yeah. He's been around for a while, so. Yep. All right. So, got that. And the other hot thing is that the Urcha dates are in the books. They're rock solid, ready to go for next year, 2021. Urcha, Jamboree. It's going to be August 4th through the 8th. So it sounds to me like that means that the MA blessed it and we got some uh, good dates to attend our chat next year. Nice. So get your Save calendars your vacation ready. time, Mike. Yeah. Save it. No. So. What? It's only a flesh wound. 
Yep. It's just well, a flesh wound. You, you will survive, Mike. You will survive. You are a survivor. Now, Urcha, 2021, August 4th mm. to 8th. What do you think about that? You, you're going you're gonna to make the... We're going to make the trek this year? Probably. We're probably the closest one to it. And we, yeah, we it's better. only like four hours for me. Yep. So, so, probably. I don't know if I'll do the whole week, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably try to make a trip. I wanted to go this year, but just couldn't make it happen. Yep. Gucci's going to be oh. there. He'll be there yep. already. He says that every year. Yep. Yeah, but this time he's going to clean house with the trophies at Nats. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm the only one in like two or three categories. So, therefore, <laughs> no matter what, it'd be really <laughs> bad, though, if I'm the only one in, I guess, second place. Mm. Yeah. 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 Be like, wow. <laughs> yep. Golf you know, if I, I think if I do some 10 foot blade stops that, you know, Monty is going to rip me a new one on the scoring sheet. So, mm. it's but yeah, I'm excited. Um, I, I read, I'm, I'm glad that there, it sounds like they're already working on it. You know, it usually takes a long time to organize that big of an event. So at least we have dates, we can start planning for it. So that's, that's about it. It's been dry. All right. It has been dry. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, next up is football school. Football school. Oh, boy. I have a confession to make. Yeah, do tell. So I filmed the actual flying part, and I was supposed to use my Logo 200 to, like, show it flying through the air and explain what we're doing, and I might have re-kitted it in the driveway. (laughs) Nice. Well, let me rephrase that. I didn't. My good friend did, but I'm not going to name names, because that wouldn't be fair. (laughs) What a Jason Bell. <laughs> yeah, say, I'm, I'm sensing a trend here, Scott. Maybe you should not fly those. Yeah, little <laughs> things are bad. Anyway, so, yeah, I totally forgot. And by the time, like, I realized it wasn't going to work out, it was the next event, and it's today. So we're going to extend it for a week. How's that sound? I'm okay with that. What were we'll we do doing last time, one. the rolling things? So it was a loop. Coming oh, in oops. from the left, then coming in from the right, and then do the same thing inverted. Mm. Okay. And I was trying to use a small heli to kind of explain, you know, when you get to the top, you're no longer, like, loading the bottom side of the disc. You start using negative pitch, and you load the top of the disc as you come around. Stuff like that to help explain, you know, to and fro, to and fro drift, like, when it comes towards you and away from you. Because it was kind of hard just to explain in words. So, right. Uh, I will grab a toy helicopter from the store and complete this <laughs> nice let's do it yeah I, th- I think i actually have my daughter has one so i'll just bring it with me to the mow down yeah there you go we'll do that mow down <laughs> if i don't have one but already <laughs> no maybe um i was thinking you know uh maybe mow down we kind of get ahead maybe you shoot another one yeah i think you i'm know. actually gonna 3d print some of those you know how they for aerobatic airplanes they use those airplanes with a stick in the back so you can yeah. actually show maneuvers yeah. i need to get a heli that'd be cool the same thing yeah there you go and maybe do like the stick actually from um the bottom and the tail so this way you could show both you know movements That's like elevator movement. yeah yeah one from the back and one from the bottom so you could do pirouetting maneuvers yep you are so we, smart i'm telling free fall <laughs> look <laughs> Listen, creativity here. Yeah. Strategery, Mike. Strategery. You're the man. Yeah, just a, just a thought. That would be cool, because I think that's what some people are going to be 
going to find very helpful, right? Yeah, if I agree. Show them up and close. I think, what was it? Bert was using like a 250 or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought the Logo 200 would be great. Yeah. Until it wasn't great anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now we're starting to get into the actual school part of it. Yep. Where we're right. doing things that take some explanation. Yep. Whereas right. before it was like, yeah, just practice. <laughs> just pull on the stick. Grip yeah. it and rip it. Time. Time was the answer. Yep. Well, now there's actually tricks you can do to make things easier. Cool. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, on that note, let's take a short break and we will be right back. For over a decade, I've turned to A-Main Hobbies to keep my helis in the air with their parts support. But that isn't the first thing I think of when I hear the name A-Main Hobbies. I think back to my early days of having no clue what I was doing and being loaded with questions. A-Main Hobbies has a call center ready to help you with educating and troubleshooting issues with your heli and setup. A step further, A-Main Hobbies air team travel the country to come to events near you. For years, these pilots have exceeded my expectations with professionalism and expert help. So the next time you need help or parts and want to show support, reach out to amainhobbies.com. All right, we have a very special guest with us tonight. We have Jimmy Tate. Welcome aboard, sir. Jimmy Tate? Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Jimmy Tate? <laughs> Tate Tate I like tots. Hmm. We're going to keep that? Yeah. Let's keep it. Hell yeah, we're going to keep it. We worked hard on that. All right. Jimmy Tate, where are you from, buddy? So I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Say that again. I was rude and I interrupted. (laughs) I know potatoes couldn't help it. Very professional. So Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Very cool. You were there with Bob, no? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Here Bob said he's got nobody to fly with. What the hell? Bob Heaster. He's Heaster. in. I think he's in Reading, PA. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's about an hour and a half, I guess, from me. Two hours, maybe. Mm. That's nothing. Man, that's nothing. Uh-huh. That's dedication, dude. I didn't know him. You know? And then Scopes. Scopes is in the area too. Mm. Yeah, he's a Philly boy. Yep. Uh, Freegal. He's the uh, prior marine. I think he goes to University of Pennsylvania right now, or mm-hmm. UPenn. Yep. Yep. Penn State. Penn State. Oh, there you go. Penn State. Sorry. So, Jimmy, yeah. how's the cheesesteak? <laughs> uh, it's not bad. Not bad. We had the president in. He just stopped in for a Philly cheesesteak recently. I've seen that. Oh, I've seen that's, that. That's huge. Yep. Huge. Yeah. Does he go to Pat's or Gino's? I want to know. Everybody cheesesteak. Honestly, I'm a Steve's fan. Steve's Prince of Steaks. Who who's Steve? See, you don't even know. Yeah. I yeah. just can't be that good then. Mm. I always but go I'm to Carl's. Carl's is the best. Yeah. yeah. If we do the if we do the Pats or Geno's, I'm a Geno's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Carl's still Carl's is still the best. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I let me see if I can get this right, okay? Uh, with or without the cheese? Uh, whiz without. Oh, that's right. Whiz without. My bad. Damn, I fucked that up. Oh, well. 
pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> best sandwich. There's no other sandwich like this sandwich. Best sandwich. It's tremendous. <laughs> it's amazing. That's right. Where without the whiz? I have to remember that. My bad. It's oh. with or without fried onions. Whiz without fried onions. Cheese mm. oh, cheese, and then with or without fried onions. Yunes mm. want want fried onions. Yunes? Or is that a Pittsburgh whiz? thing? That's a Pittsburgh so with. Thing. Yeah, with with is with the cheese with. You could say American with, American without, provolone with, provolone without. I'm a whiz without. Mm. Mm. So it's like a whole different language. What? It is. That's hard. <laughs> That's I awesome. Guess I'm though. Just saying that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do, do you get do you get really critical? Like, uh, do you critique whenever you go somewhere oh. else? And, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we got the best cheese, pl- you know, cheesesteak place in town." And you're like, nah, "Don't even bother." Yeah, like, you're not a yelper, you- are you, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> you going around doing Yelp reviews on the cheesesteak? I don't. Good. Good deal. Yeah, I don't do it. I go off of those. What are you talking about? Like I better get stellar reviews on Yelp, or else I'm not yeah. not going to that place. <laughs> it's not a way to live, Gucci. All right, so let's get back on the rails here. Let's so, do it. Jimmy, what other hobbies do you have other than RC stuff? Mm, I do a lot of shooting, uh, some archery, nice slot cars. Oh wow, uh, that's I got a new my- one. So, yeah, yeah, my son and my daughter, we do, they just, they had a slot car track and Plymouth meeting, they just closed down recently. seems like a lot of the hobby shops and craft stores are kind of closing down a lot. But, uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, not a whole lot. Right on. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've done some. Uh, I've done control line model rockets. Wow! Uh, not a whole lot of model rockets, but I a lot of I did a lot of control line growing up. That's kind of what led into the RC yeah. part of it. Me too. We 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 were too broke in Romania to do anything else. So <laughs> control line was pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, I was actually uh, hit in the face when I was two years old. I ran out in front of one. Jeez. Yes, I got scars. It was an 049, a little Cox 049 engine, but yeah, enough to. Uh, it's weird. I remember. If, I have like faint memories of it. Like I remember my mom having to clean it every day and Man. patch me up. <laughs> so that day you got it with the whiz. With the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> with the whiz. <laughs> I was gonna say when he has faint memories, he remembers and nothing after that. <laughs> It happens, though, you know. Yeah, they say when you have trauma like that, you sometimes it stays with you. I do remember parts parts of it. So don't stand next to Kevin when he flies. Just mm. just a little heads up. <laughs> it might start twitching. <laughs> yeah, I have trauma yeah. from that. <laughs> you 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 will whiz. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you transition over from control line to RC? Uh, at a young age, I guess I was about 
six, seven years old, I started with, they had a Tyco, uh, what was it? a Tyco Jetstream, it was called. It was basically a twin engine. So two sticks forward was um, forward. You let off one stick and the, the torque of the, the propeller would change directions right and left. So if you wanted to go left, you would just back off the right stick. Um, and then we were flying that and there was right on the other side of the field, there was the RC guys and I got to meet some of them people. Um, a neighbor of mine was asking about RC airplanes. He went out and bought one and then I went up to the field with him. I got to meet up with the Northeast Philadelphia radio control club, which I'm a member now. Uh, I guess that was about 94, 95. Uh, so I guess I was about 14 or 15 when I started flying the RC airplanes. Helicopters came in to play. I guess I started with the Blade CP when they first came out with the Blade CP is oh, wow. 99, maybe 2000 area. Nice. Um, so I did pretty good with that. I learned how to hover. And then my friend Dave, Dave Bandish, uh, he passed away in, I guess it was 2014, but he, 2007, 2008, he came up with the Align T-Rex 600 Nitro Super Pro. And uh, I, w- I was hooked from that on. Uh, Hobby Hut was our local hobby shop. And I got to go up there and found out that... uh. They have the, the line, everything for a line in stock up there. So I picked that up. At the time I bought my 600 kit, they had tickets, raffle tickets for the 700 Nitro Super Pro, which was the latest and greatest thing out. Mm-hmm. I guess that was 2008, 2009 when that came out, if I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, yeah, so going to the fun flies from there, um, Helly's over Delaware. Maryland Helicopters Association. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I was at one of the fun flies. There was a line for the flight station. I was up next. I was just getting ready to start up my 600. And I heard, Jimmy, you won. I'm like, what do you, I won. So I shut my, my helicopter down. I just started <laughs> it, shut it down. I run over and I'm like, what's going on? They're like, you won the 700. I'm like, what? No way. I had my name on the back of the ticket. And he, he's like, you have your ticket with you? I said, yeah. Pulled the ticket out. Sure enough, I won. So I had, now I have a 700. That took me a little bit. That was just the airframe. That was a thousand dollar airframe at the time. Wow. So I got that running. I, uh, I had three flights on that crashed. I crashed a 600 a lot. Um, <laughs> I actually had it at, to the point where I had three three heads, three booms ready to go. All I had to do was take out the gears, switch out the heads, <laughs> blades. I was crashing that a lot. That was before the simulator. And I remember the one crash I had, I went up to the hobby shop. And as soon as you walked in, they had the real flight simulator set up. Mm-hmm. And after buying all the parts, I was like, I'll take that too. <laughs> So I got started on the sim, and that's where basically I progressed. I started learning. I I, I didn't want to kill anybody, hurt anybody. And uh, there was one time that I was flying my 600, and I flew behind us at the flight line. Thank God there wasn't a lot of people up there 
at the time, but that's when I scared. I got scared, then I was, you know, I'll just take it easy. Um, yeah, I was pretty much flying in the simulator a lot. I progressed pretty good. I I progressed pretty fast, and I guess it was like once once Dave passed, um, we stopped going. I stopped going to the fun flies, and. 2016, 2017, I was flying flybar helis up until then. I wasn't going to the fun flies as much. And I got out of the loop for a little bit. And 2018, 2019, I met up with Dave Williams and got to talking to him about, you know, what's what, what, what's everybody flying flybar list? And he turned me on to the V control. I did some research. With the V control and the fly bar, list helis, um, driving, being on the road, driving a truck, uh, listening to podcasts and some local radio stations. I was I googled helicopter podcast, and I think it was Free Fall um, with Jimmy. Who was that? Jimmy and Frank and Javier or Full Pitch? Was it? Full pitch right. at the Full time. Pitch, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got to listen in to the the uh podcast and that's when I came across them talking about the RC Holly hangout. And once I got to find and once I got in, uh, into the RC Holly hangout, finding out that I have there's quite a bit of us that fly helicopters that are local from me. Um so we have Dave Emilio Rivera, Tyler Brodro, Riccati, and then Ryan. He just came in, Chachi. I uh, just met up with him last year. Well, not even this year, actually. We just met up with this year. So there's six of us uh, flying at the uh, Philadelphia Radio Control Helicopters uh, at the Northeast Philadelphia Radio Control Helicopters. Uh yeah, so f- listening to the uh, podcast there and getting on the RC Holly Hangout, I pretty much learned a lot more than I know now than about the the flyboiler stuff. Sure, getting on next and the AccuRC, I fly also. Um, getting online, flying with everybody, but yeah, that's pretty much where I stand, where, where I'm at now. Very cool. So, what's currently in your fleet? What are you flying? So, I have two XL Power 550s, um, XL Power 520. Nice. I have a 700 Spectre that I'm waiting on a Neo and his battery stick for right now. And I have the Goblin 570. Hmm. And Goblin 570. I have I've had some issues with that. Um, my first one I had the Drake. I had a battery eject on that. Oof. And, and Oof. I rekit. Yeah, I don't. I it was a new. I had a new uh tray battery tray, and the way I had the Velcro in it, so the lock wasn't latching all the way. I mean, even though I was tugging on it, it wasn't coming out. But I guess once I put it through the paces, I found out later on that. The Velcro is a little bit hitting the the lock there to latch. Mm. So I ended up rekitting that. Um, 
Got that? that together. I got the 570 Sport, the yellow one now. And uh, I couldn't get, I had a lot of bobbles and wobbles going on. Just this past weekend, we had the hellies going wild. I got to meet up with uh, Paul Andrioli. Mm. And Good. he got me, situ- yeah, that was, uh, that was a game changer right there. Um, he got a hold of my helicopter on Saturday, and he said, hey, you mind if I, you know, do some uh, tuning on this and turn up, what do you turn up, the the agility there. there was, he did his thing. He put it through his paces, and then I got a hold of it, and it's much better now. There's awesome. no more bobbles and wobbles. Yeah, the towel's a little fast on it, but other than the head, all I really had to do with the head was just add some expo but uh he he, did, he told me if i had any issues you know just give him a buzz give him a, give him a shout don't tell me what i gotta change on it but i kind of i like it where it's at it's awesome it's fast yeah paul's a good dude he is a good dude yeah so nitro or electric oh that's a tough question don't so break I've my been... heart jimmy okay <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I've been nitro through and through. When they first came out with electrics, I was disappointed. I said, no, I'll never do that. Uh, <laughs> now I look back, I never say never, right? Uh, um, I would have to go electric. Oh, yeah. Lost I, another I, one. In the main shaft. <laughs> I, we got to pour yeah, out some 30% for a lost brother. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to clean it no more. It's easier just to put it in a car and go. Um, clean it. What's this clean it? Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say, it, right? Slide. I just shake it off go, at the end of the day. Yeah, go to Walmart and buy a good towel <laughs> and lay that sucker on I your was seat. Like, throw through and through. Even when they first started coming out with the electrics, I wasn't having it. I said, no, no, they can't do that. My what dad happened? actually stripping at your head or what? No, so my, <laughs> my dad started building airplanes, electric airplanes, and I was flying them. And I was actually impressed with the power and time, you know, flight times. Um, that's what I'm just. This is my first electric. My first electric was I just started last year, flyberless last year. Um, so it's I, I've just been doing the flyberless and the electric for a year now so I, I i'm i'm i'll probably end up going back to nitro but with the prices right now the nitro prices and people that are they're, they're all byron's going out of stock right they're done right right yeah it makes it hard so yeah i mean i know some guys that were that were making it but even then it's still costly i mean i i was a case of fuel was eighty dollars. I was getting a case of thirty percent cool power for eighty dollars, eighty-five dollars wow. when I was flying nitro. And now, ten years later, for a gallon, it's forty-seven dollars. Yeah. And then so they're charging hazmat fee. No good. Well, greatness don't come cheap, Jimmy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you, I definitely you're... love it. I mean, I definitely love nitro. I, I, I always that always in my heart but it's just with the times right now just the, the prices yeah it's a little steep fuel it's tough yeah i just yeah but you're in pennsylvania just go to the swamp water 
Yeah, you know, get some swamp water. Just swamp. go straight to. Yeah, S N W. Do you know that they're in Pennsylvania, right? S N W. Yeah, yeah. I never had a success running their fuel. Okay. Again, I've always broke every one of my motors has been broken in with the cool power thirty percent. Okay. And I was always taught, you know, whatever you break it in with, that's what you want to run. With changing the needles and I, I just I could never get that running. Oil is oil. Brand new motor, yeah. If it was a brand new motor and I started with it, I could get it running. But switching brands was a little tough. Just getting the tunes in. Yeah, it's tough. I think when also when you kind of, you know, you you probably ran. It sounds like you ran cool power for so long. You kind of just get used to it, and just once you change, it's like it makes it that much tougher. Sometimes, you know. I just so. gave away my last gallon to uh, Brandon at the Race City Rotor Fest. That was the last <laughs> gallon I had. <laughs> we traded. We made a trade. Uh, he had a set of blades, and I had a fuel pump for him, and then I had that <laughs> gallon of fuel. That was the last gallon of fuel I have. I, I purchased a gallon of the Turco. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. Um, I hear that stuff's pretty good. It's not yeah, I've ran it before. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try it. Both my engines right now are on the bench. Um, I was getting ready to rebuild them. Instead, I ended up buying another helicopter. And I was going <laughs> to again. And I bought another helicopter. It always goes like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah if there's somebody, I mean, we all know that the, the whole, like, it's, it's a vicious cycle. It's like, yeah, I could rebuild these motors, or I could just buy a brand new heli. Ah. I always go through that. I hate it, but it's what keeps me in a hobby, I guess. <sighs> All right. So this one is kind of like a loaded question. I mean, I guess you could go any direction you want with, but any, like, cool or special stories from your time in the hobby? Maybe, like, if you go back in the day when you used to fly a lot more fly barred, do you have any, any cool stories? Um, other than I was hanging out with, uh, Bert Cameron and Kyle Stacy before I even knew who they were. <laughs> I was pretty new. Really? I guess. I, yeah. I was hanging out with them guys, learning how to, to, uh, just basic setup, just mechanical setup on a fly bar with the DX seven. Um, I went to a fun fly that they were there, and I, you guys know of Run Rider, Helly Freaks. I was, mm-hmm. it, this was before Facebook, so I guess I was just giving a shout out on there. And, you know, I, hey, I got this new helicopter, you know, I need help setting it up. I don't know how to do it. I'm coming to this fun fly. Yeah, when you get down here, you know, look for me. It was actually, his name's Bill Jackson. Uh, I haven't heard from him in a while, but I got to meet up with him at one of the events. I thought I was just going to handle my radio, handle my helicopter. He was going to set it up, and then I was going to go fly. So I handle my radio. He takes a look at a few things, then he hands it back to me. He goes, all right, this is what you need to do. So he's, and I, I hold it to this day. He's, he says, if you hear, you forget. If you see, you remember. If you do, you learn. So I, was, I, I hold that today. You know, if you do it, you actually learn it. Um, 
Yeah, so he actually showed me everything I needed to do, but he didn't do it for me. He actually, you know, the, hey, this is what you need to do. This is why you're doing it. Um, mechanical setup. The swash. You know, if you ever, any heli that I have, I have a swash level. Um, I, I, I know that's one of the things that some people say, ah, oh, you could just eyeball it now with the new fiberless controllers, but I was always taught mechanical setup. Your mechanical setup set up well, you'll have a well flying helicopter. Mm-hmm. If it's not set up well, obviously you're not going to have a well set up helicopter. So I hold that true today. And one thing that you will find in my toolbox for any helicopter I have is a swash leveling tool. So that's one of the things I always remember. And uh, I owe that to Bill Jackson. I don't know where he's been, but uh, he was pretty known. He was on a line rep i guess maybe a field rep i haven't seen him in a while i haven't seen him on the hangout or anything i feel like i know his name but i'm not sure yeah but uh he was one of the guys that like taught me mechanical setup and how to set up uh that's one of the guys i missed but hanging out with him and you know paul or not it was uh kyle and bert you know, we're right there, and I, they're, you know, they were coming over. Yeah, did you do this, do that, and I didn't even know who they were. And like now, it's like I look back and I'm like, wow, man, I was actually hanging out with these guys. I didn't even know who they were at the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then like two months, three months later, I'm looking through a magazine. I'm like, I'm, that's the guy I flew. I, I know that guy. <laughs> but Kyle Stacy's home field there up in the Rochester area. Um, I don't know if you're, I, f- I forget what the field is. Last time I was there, I think the it was Rams like 2000. Field. Yeah, it was like 2011 or 12. I don't remember what year it was, but I was up there once and, um, I was so intimidated to fly because all these pros, they were just laying down and I was little, you know, I was hovering. I was still hovering. If I was doing nose in, that was a lot or even flipping over that was a lot. So, I mean, I basically just hung out the whole time. I didn't really get the whole do a whole lot of flying. Then there was another fun fly I went to after that. You know, they were, hey, you want to do this? It's it's a, a bomb drop. Nah, nah, you sure? All it is is hover. Oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, they have a lot of fun up there. Yeah. So... Field. Any memorable or worst crashes from your your past? Well, the worst was crashing behind the flight line. Um, oh, I just had a recent one. It was actually videoed. I was oh, flying man. really good. I was actually doing transitions. I was I I was I'm starting to warm up going right. I can do everything left. So I'm working on my rights and I'm transitioning. Um. I was, I was flying, and Rick's. Hey, he was like, "Wow, he's flying really good." And I was just getting warmed up. And he started recording, and I, I flew right at him. I, I totally just got disoriented. Like, uh oh, you know which way? I, I was just starting to work on my rights. I've been working on them for a little bit, but doing them in real life, uh, I, I, I started going right at him. I just motor off and dumped it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that video, but it was posted. I'm gonna go try and find that now. Right? <laughs> yeah, Rick oh, Cox crash video. Posted that, I believe. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, but that was probably the worst. Going after, I right at him. I was, oh my god, are you okay? That scared me. Yeah, scary. Uh, I know shit happens, but that, like, you know, anytime I go behind a flight line, that's if I'm gonna crash, I don't care if I crash. I just I want to do it out front, not not at anybody or anything. Right. Yeah, sure. So that was probably the worst. Other than before that. Thank God there wasn't a whole lot of people there. I would have probably destroyed somebody's car because I par- I I literally crashed in the parking lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> behind Oops. the flight line, yeah. And that was when I was first learning. That was the first time I actually had a crash behind the flight line. I haven't had any issues up until just I guess that was recent, in the beginning of the summer, beginning of the spring when I flew at Rick there. But he did post it. I was like, it should be on the Hangout. If not, yeah, I can take a look up. Not been, not been looking on there <laughs> recently. Yeah, I, I was back in March, I guess, maybe March or April. No, it wasn't. It was before COVID, so. Mm, okay. Well, while he looks that up, uh, it sounds like you've you've been around for quite some time. So throughout all of these years... What has been your favorite model so far? Do you have hmm. one that you can remember? Definitely the the 600 Nitro Super Pro Align. Mm. Uh, Such a classic. That has, I still have it. It's, it's, I have, it has a lot of sentimental value. <laughs> that thing's been through a lot of crashes. Um parts i would stock up on parts uh i i might even still get that up and running i'm contemplating on whether if i want to actually put the funds into it i end up usually buying another helicopter but i'm thinking about actually getting another motor but that 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 was probably my all-time favorite helicopter now is it still fly bar or did you convert it no yeah it's still fly bar hmm Nice. Um, it's got all new bearings in it. I know I, I replaced all the bearings in it. Um, I pulled the motor out. The last time I ran that was 2017. Hmm. And I pulled the motor out last year. Uh, I thought I was just going to be able just to put a, a ring in it. I pulled the, the cranks got some rust pitting going on the bearings. Obviously it needs bearings, front and rear bearings. And the piston ring but everything else is in good shape on it i just haven't uh, purchased anything for it because i ended up buying another helicopter <laughs> but i'm really liking the uh xl power to five the 550 I'm, I'm really liking that it's a good machine yeah did you yeah, say there's no three of them so i yeah i have the two two or 550s the one 520 we just got that was just the me. I just made in that at the Race City Rotor Fest at five twenty. Oh wow! Um, yeah, Scott got the pull on that. He actually got tuning on that for me. Figured out I couldn't get the. What was I having with that? That was the towel. The towel kicking out. Yeah. So I guess what I had some mechanically too much pitch in it. Is that what I had going on? Yeah, it had a lot of collective in it, and the tail just couldn't really cope. I gave you a little bit more tail pitch too because the thing with xl power is if you don't compress that little o-ring you lose a lot of a lot of pitch on that tail because you can squish it almost flat and get a little bit extra a little bit extra pitch out of it 
Hmm. Yeah, that flies good now. I like that. Which um, one do you like more, the 520 or the 550? I would have to go with the 550 with the Switch 553s. Yeah? Yeah, that's got some pop in there. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, it flies light. But the Goblin, let me tell you something. Now that Paul has gotten a hold of my my Goblin on Saturday, I didn't after he flew it, I didn't fly it till Sunday. I think he was already gone, but I got to fly that on after everybody was pretty much wrapping up. I still had a few packs that I needed to burn. And I flew that. I I was so impressed. I'm just like other than a tail being a little fast for me. I'm I'm I, that might be my favorite helicopter now. I I have to get some more stick time on it the way it is. But I even on a simulator, I bumped up the rates to almost feel what where it's at. And just get trying to get used to the tail where it's at. Um, I'm not really familiar with the V control either. I'm still learning a lot with that. And as easy as it is, there's a lot to learn on it. Mm-hmm. The gains and the and, and the setup and so that that's one of... thing. It is easy to set up. It is easy to set up. But as far as like tuning, I'm still yeah. learning. Yeah. So that kind of leads us to the next question: Is how you know, the whole transition from fly bar days to fly barless. What kind of, what's your, you know, your thoughts on that? Was it easy? Was it hard? Did you, do you believe that the fly bar days kind of, you know, helped you in a way to make that transition or what's your thoughts on the transition part of fly barless to fly, uh, fly bar to fly barless? Um, one thing I did notice is I went from a, Spectrum DX7 Flybard 600 Nitro Super Pro and skipped all the headaches that everybody, all the bugs everybody was working out. Right to V control in 2019. <laughs> so I, 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 the transition from, wow, from, you know, this, there, it's huge. It's huge. There is definitely um, a difference. I think. I can like okay, say in a funnel situation, or a fly bar hell, you're doing a lot of correcting as you're in the funnel, and then I feel like the fly bar, especially when you're uh, what's what's the what's the one that everybody what's the setting that everybody talks about feels more like a simulator style style style, style. yeah so yeah. okay so if it's up high okay so. If your style, I noticed if the style is up really high, I can almost put it in a funnel and just hold the sticks there. And there's very little correction, if any, um, compared to a fly bar. Um, that's that, that's the one thing I did notice. It, it yeah. kind of holds. It holds true a the little. Whole, bit. It locks. It's locked. It, it really is. It's locked in. I if a fly bar like I, that would be the only difference i would have there's a lot of corrections going on with a fly bar heli i guess rather than with a f- the fly bar list now yeah you and can then, you can fake your way through a maneuver with a fly bar list but you had to know it when you had a fly bar oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like a difference and i flew that all up until 2017 i took a little wow. bit of a break from 2018 2000 Mid 2017, 2018, I took a little bit of a break. Um, we had a lot of things going on with work that 
there's a lot of transitioning going on with work but once i came back um yeah i just came back i met up with dave Williams. once i met up with dave williams and then he gave me the scoop like you know this is what they're running and uh getting on the rc heli hangout this is 95 percent our v control and the pros are using v control and so i jumped right on that i wasn't too sure about it in the beginning because i was i thought i was going to go with a futaba so i got i found one used i ended up getting a used one um starting off with that i, I didn't even know how to power it on when i got it but uh that, that that's huge difference the setup yeah. it's amazing like it, it, they figured it out mikado definitely figured it out i mean i know there's good equipment out there but i like it i like it a lot nice yeah so uh what is the furthest that you've traveled to get to a fun fly the furthest i've traveled i would say probably the one in rochester up there uh kyle stacy's old field that was the last time i ran that uh was 2000 i'm gonna say 2012 i think it was 2011 um prior uh yeah that was prior to the recent one race city that was a 10-hour drive which should have been it should have been eight and a half but I left a little late. I was waiting for some stuff to come in. Uh, I got that in, and then I headed down. So I left a little late on Friday, so I hit some traffic. So an eight-and-a-half-hour trip took me 10 hours. Wow. And that was only st- – I stopped for fuel once, and that was it. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, I mean, I, I don't mind traveling. I mean, I drive for a living anyway, so – traveling doesn't bother sometimes that's half the excitement you know yeah. just getting on the boat and going the ride sucks home you know when you pack up and you're going home because then you know you're going back to reality going back to work that sucks but yeah it's always easier getting there <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what man driving down it was like 70 up until the north carolina state line and i was getting passed i was doing 85 miles an hour people were passing me like i was going backwards <laughs> Not jobs. Yeah, someone, one guy, he got caught. Uh, I think it was on 85 there. Yeah, I was on 85, and I was doing 90 miles an hour following track, just keeping up with traffic. This guy passed us, I guess, a couple, few miles down the road. He got, he got nagged. <laughs> so what keeps you in the hobby? What's your, what's your drive? Uh, just passion. That's definitely, I, I just have a passion. I love it. Um, it's been, I've been doing it. I'm, I'm like third generation, really. I mean, wow. Okay. I've been born into it. Yeah. I was always into it. Tried to get the kids into it. They were into it when they were younger and then they started getting a little bit older. I guess TikTok and whatever media, social media, <laughs> the kids play with today, YouTube videos. They're totally on the wrong TikToks. They're right. doing TikToks? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but you... I, I have a passion for it. I, I definitely have a passion for it. I love it. Nice. The friends that I have meeting it. Yeah, that's a big part. 
So when you go to these fun flies, uh, are you the camping type or do you uh, hit up the hotels? Are you a hotel queen? Uh, yeah, I do the hotel. <laughs> Except Hell is Going Wild was the first time I camped out. And I was on Chachi. He was, you know, he said, if they're doing night flying, he's going to camp out. So I did. I brought my tent. That was the first time I've camped out at a fun fly. <laughs> but I usually do. I, I Normally, I would just go get a hotel room. Yeah. So what did you think about when you camped out? Did you have, would you say you had more fun on the one that you camped out in or no? Uh, I, I would. Yeah, there's. I don't find a difference between. I would either or. It was nice waking up and being right there and just being able to. To oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like to get up and get a shower. The showers usually wake me up though. That's the only yeah. difference. Yeah. Any field that has showers there, I usually just camp. Like Virginia, the Modown. Yeah, I would have loved to been there. Yeah, I'll sleep on a bench. <laughs> I could see Scott just like getting out of his uh, sleeping bag. Like I'm ready. I've done it. Really? Yeah, I fall asleep on one of the benches on the backfield before, just like yeah. stretched out on the table, like done. I've seen him sleep on the roof of his forerunner before. <laughs> yeah, that too. That was the setup, though. You had a whole like tent set up right on yeah. top of your forerunner. Yeah, just that. that thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely you get one it. for the Audi. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, slept for Queen City. I slept in the car. I got a funny story about that. But I, you know, it's it's definitely I don't know. I I don't mind uh, camping, but it's just sometimes it's just rough, you know. Especially if it's too hot or too cold, you know, it just doesn't make it fun sometimes. If it's cold, I can deal with. If it's too hot and sweaty, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know a hotel. Yeah, that's miserable. Yeah. Doubt about. So if, was hot. Was it hot? <laughs> yeah, that was hot. It was it was humid. Yeah. I think that's the worst, right? It's not you know, there's it's one humid. thing to be like yeah. yeah. That's right. So if we had to hit you with a with with a question such as what do you like the most about the hobby? What you know, what would come to your mind? Um, definitely the fun flies. Just getting out, <laughs> flying, with meeting. Yep. People with the same passion. It's yeah, nothing beats a fun fly. Since I was new, I mean, even, there, there was other than that one time I didn't fly, but when I when I first started, I mean, all I could do was hover. Nobody bothered me. They didn't, you know, they didn't. As long as I was there doing the thing. I'd probably hovered for a good year, year and a half before I was even tempted to flip invert it or even do a f- complete flip up until they came out with the simulator i just i was too scared to make do any kind of maneuvers i still get that way sometimes where i, I you know i have to think about it or i don't push myself as much just because i don't want to hurt anybody sure yeah i think like, nice, i think that's like that. I think that's a normal response sometimes if you're not in a groove or, you know, you're just not feeling it for that weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I Some think that, I'm, that I do sits in everybody's it. mind. Yeah. So, have you felt nostalgic at all uh, recently? Like, is there any older helis 
that maybe you would like to fly that you haven't flown in years or maybe something that you might be interested in picking up and kind of getting an old school feel back? Uh, no, I, honestly, I, other than maybe putting the 600, the line T-Rex 600 Nitro Super Pro, putting that back together. Um, yeah. Fly bard or fly barless? That, yeah, that's the fly bard heli. That's the, that's, that's the only fly bard heli. I have the T-Rex 600, I have the 600 and the 700 Nitro Super Pro. They're both fly bar. They're both nitro. Um, I think I, 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 sometimes I look at it and I, th- ah, yeah, I'll pull that apart. I'll, let me get that going. But I always end up getting something else, getting something new. And then, like right now, I'm working on the Spectre, the 700. And it's been a while since I've flown a 7. I haven't flown my 700 in a good five years, maybe even six years, I guess it was. Only being because that was the one that was burning the most fuel. So, I mean, it was rare if I flew that, flew that yeah. race. I, that thing might have two gallons through it. But just from the motor sitting, I didn't treat it with anything. Rusted it, the bearings, you know how that goes with the nitro. Oh, yeah. Well, the good thing about the Spectre, uh, it's like super light. So you can run it at a pretty low head speed. And kind of keep that intimidation factor down until you get a good feel for a 700 size again, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, actually, just talked to Frank today about the, the uh, controller and the battery packs for it. Would you, would you, would you think about, when, when you're building a 12S, would you just buy a stick pack or would you actually just build it two six? Ooh, great question. Pack? I have an answer, but go ahead, Mike. Yeah, for me, uh, it's always two 5,000 packs, two separate 6S packs, uh, just because I don't stock a lot of batteries for my heli, so they end up getting swapped around. If I end up deciding to go 6S machine, I'm not stuck with a battery I can't use, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so I feel like I get more use out of them as two 6S, and once they're strapped on the tray, it really doesn't matter whether they're a single or separate you know what i mean okay well here's my situation is the packs that i have now i'm you i'm running the d the d5 the super d5 connectors so i'm definitely going to need a bigger connector i just ordered the the uh, solderless s7s um so if you were going to switch to a whole new connector if you had to in my situation how would you go about it? Would you still get two six pat two six s, or would you actually just get a twelve s? Uh, same thing. Still two six s's. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's what I was gonna do, and then I even thought about even maybe maybe uh, making a connector if I decided to use it an adapter. Yeah, that's what usually you just make a uh, a little. You know, make the Y harness on the ESC, and uh, with the yeah, uh, with the new plugs and take, everything. Yeah, but I say like I would I I wouldn't want to switch out all my connectors. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, the good news is that I use I use the S seven two, 
and for a time i still had the 550 that had an ec5 on it right on my esc side so i just made a, a little transition i mean the, the solderless stuff is so easy to work with you know like how long is it going to take you to even take one off like 30 seconds something like that yeah. so it gives yeah. you that opportunity to i mean and trust me those solderless especially when you touch the positive and negative on the same battery and you fry them a little bit it's so much easier to just put a new connector on there if the battery is still okay i try not to do that yeah, yeah me me too <laughs> well, i guess yeah i've done it i've done it i've actually i've actually touched the one of the balance boards mm-hmm. and yeah it melted the the pin yeah it's those those little ones though the balance pins are so small yeah it, it fries everything yep so kevin i'm curious uh what what's your response to that question he had so uh this happened recently for me um i bought two 12s sticks pre-made sticks from thunder power and um i was flying one of them in the specter 700 and when it crashed uh you know it punctured you know the battery so uh well at least it, it didn't catch on fire or anything but you know it but definitely made a scrape where it's like, yeah, I'm not using this anymore. So at that point, yeah, you could tear it completely down, right? You could tear the, the wrapping off and probably make two success packs out of it or make one good one or whatever. Uh, at least I think I've heard people doing that. Um, but if you just buy two success packs to start with, if you have problems with a pack, whether you crash one uh, and it gets scraped up or... If one starts to swell, you know, you can just chuck the one battery, you know, and either dedicate that other pack to a 550 model at that point, or, you know, uh, add another uh, 6S pack and do another 12S stick all over again. Now, I do make my own 12S sticks, like I'll heat shrink them together and usually solder longer leads onto the positive and negative and run it out the front. And sometimes I'll put an extension. Uh, well, I do put an extension on the balance and run it out the front too, and then just you know heat shrink some shrink wrap over it. But again, they're still individualized. So with that stick pack that I got from Thunder Power, uh, you know, I at that point I didn't trust it, and I don't have the know-how to tear that thing down, resolder a positive and negative, or however all that works. It may be very easy. It's I easier don't know. than you think. Is it? So, yeah, if you shrink wrap your two successes together, you've basically made a stick pack. It's the same way. Yeah, if you peel yeah. the jacket off of one, it's literally just the same thing. But it's just raw packs, though, right? It's not like it... No, well, I mean, kind of. They're still held captive, like, with stuff around it. Yeah. So you could cut the pack apart, like, just the shrink wrap off the outside. It becomes two success, and then just put a sleeve over whatever one's good, and you're good to go. Mm. Like, it's actually easier than you think. Mm. Yeah, really, the only thing that you can't use sometimes is that middle plate will be like the full length oh yeah. okay you know what i mean yeah that might be the only thing that's kind of keeping them as one solid piece yeah well from that point i was just like yeah i'm just gonna keep buying success because you know at that point it's just easy you just tear it apart and that's know, what devote, i'm gonna do then you know right for me yeah, and I, jimmy yeah. uh oh go ahead and finish kevin sorry no you're good that was it i was gonna say uh, now that kevin we kind of talked about that a little bit uh, um i'm not sure if your question 
So you were asking about having two 6S versus one 12S. Uh, either way, you're still going to have the two plugs. So the 12S does not have a single plug itself. You're still going to have two leads coming out of that battery. You're going to need a Y connector. It has two ba- You're still going to have two balance boards, right? And two it's main leads as well. S balance boards. Two. Okay. Yeah. That's so what I wasn't sure. I was. I, I thought it was two balance boards and then one. Uh, main leads, but no, you'll okay, still so have two leads coming out. Um, I mean, so you're using single the same connectors, thing. right? What's that? Are you using single connectors? You said RC Pro Plus S7s? Yeah, that's what I have. That's what I just ordered them, so I'm waiting for them to come in, but that's yeah. what I have coming, yeah. So you don't need a white connector in the ESC or anything. You just need two, you know, one red, one black in the ESC. And then on your stick packs, you connect one red and black together, and then one red and black to the ESC. You're good to go. Yeah. So you, what you do is you do the. Uh, so what you do is you take the two packs and you run them in series at the pack level, not at the Y harness at the ESC. So I could send you some pictures of how I have it set up. So what you do yeah, is I th- okay. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. So what I did was those S7s come, you know, you have the red and the black plugs, right? right? Yeah. In the kit, you know, with all the connectors, you'll have some orange kind of like covers clips that holds the connector inside the housing, but they're orange. So what I do is the two connectors that connect the two batteries, so a positive and a negative from each battery, those connectors are going to be identified by orange. And that's how you create your series. So when it gets to the to the front to the ESE, you only you don't have a Y harness anymore. You just have two red connectors. That's it. Okay. Oh, a, a red and okay. a black. Yeah. So I could send you some pictures in. I actually yeah, have, yeah, I'll take I, that. It keeps the wiring a, down too, because some some yeah. helis like the Spectre Seven Hundred have like no room under the canopy for any kind of wires. Mm. Yep. So you really got to be careful with how much stuff you jam in there. And I think on the front of the ESC, I have maybe like. An inch and a half, you know, for yeah, the red and the black. Spectre too, right? I used to. That's how I had to set up. I started this with the Spectre, and now I have the same setup on the Kraken. Okay. It, it makes it really clean. You don't have all this extra wire either, like just hanging in the front, like Scott says, and just it's so much cleaner. Um, so I, I that's kind of what I've been doing lately. I just I, that's how I run it. It's simple. The you know the wire that you connect the two batteries together, the positive and negative. To put into series, it's kind of like around tight, tighter to the battery pack too, so it's nice and compact. You don't have all these wires dangling out there that could get caught into something. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna do that setup, just please be very make sure you're paying attention when you're plugging those in, because if you plug the batteries together, man, you're gonna burn the shit out of your hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I see. You'll have a bad day. So that's, I just make the Y connector because I don't trust myself to pay enough attention when I'm hooking the batteries up. Until you plug one battery into the other. I've done that. Oh, yeah. I I, I put heat shrink and stuff on the wire. So I train myself to look for the different color heat shrink and stuff. (laughs) So I have uh, some ways. So if I end up plugging it into itself, then it's, you know, I really screwed up. But I make it a little harder for myself to actually do that. So, 
unless you have different connectors, but they're all the same size connectors. Even the red and the black, they're they're both the same. You can actually take a black and a negative, pl- a black and a red, and plug them in together. Right. With the S sevens, yep. right? Yep. Unlike the D six or D fives that I have, one's fat, one's skinny. They're so still, they're still plug each other. Yeah, you could still. That's what I run as the D sixes. You could still r- plug them in. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I, I'm, they're the same thing. The only difference is the gauge wire. Uh, I guess because when I was reading it, I was saying the the D fives were rated for ten, twelve gauge wire, and the D six was rated for eight, ten gauge, and that's what I went off of. Only being because it's running, you know, the ESC on the one twenty is only twelve gauge wire, and the battery's ten gauge. So that's why I went with the D5s. And then after I put it on, everybody's running D6s anyway. But I was yeah, reading, I I was reading it. Sixes. Yeah, the 6mm yeah, bolt, six. bolt makes it... I mean, even if you're running the smaller gauge, it makes it a little easier to solder. Uh, I mean, the 5s would be fine. It just makes your soldering job a little bit harder because you're trying... Especially if you get the heavier gauge wire, you really got to kind of stuff it in there and make sure you tin it properly. Um, and don't leave any boogers hanging or anything like that. Oh, yeah, I've already learned that. You know, that. if you have a little, yeah, little piece of... Already. Yeah, you gotta cut it off or grind it or whatever, trying to stuff it in. Now, when I used to run Castle ESCs with the BEC, trying to fit them into an EC5, oh, man, that was a nightmare. You, like, tin the wires all together and then hit them with the, with the grinder wheel to grind them down so they fit in the bullet. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Um, yeah, so who's your favorite pro pilot? My favorite pro pilot? Um, I like Kyle Dahl. I like watch Kyle Dahl. Yeah, he's fun. I like his uh, style. So smooth. In, he, Nick, Nick, yeah, that's what I like. He's yeah, he, he's very... Everything's deliberate. So deliberate. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, Nick yeah. Maxwell's a favorite too. He, I like watching him too. Yeah, yeah. There's one thing that I heard someone say that I love that phrase. They say Nick Ma- Nick Maxwell is your favorite pilot's favorite pilot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, what is your favorite flying style? Like in you know early on, was there a style that you were chasing, and today is it different? But what is your favorite style? Uh, um, 3D. I like yeah. 3D. Any particular uh, style of 3D, like smooth 3D not, or smack? Mm, or? Yeah. So uh, I like I like the smooth 3D. Um, smack is always entertaining to watch. Also, although I don't do it, I just don't want to break my stuff though. But <laughs> if I could, I would. But hey, I, I'm more like smooth. I li- I like um control i just want to i want to have control of the whole maneuver rather than just trying to force it oh i spend a lot of time practicing that and like i said when i have my good days and i'm feeling good um i i can i usually maneuver pretty good but you always have them days where sometimes it just doesn't work out the way you want it to right right that's a fact right (laughs) yeah i just can't I, th- I think, truthfully, even pro pals probably have bad days, right? Or they just, it's just not, 
not clicking or it's just like they don't feel it that day you know except nick maxwell he's just god <laughs> yeah i mean so do, do you have any like maneuvers you're working on like specifically now uh jimmy pirouetting funnels pirouetting globe is what i'm working on both right and left Ooh, wait. wow yes i'm not heavy doing, stuff. i'm not making, yeah, I'm not doing too good with it right now. But, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm working on. The pi- I, the pirouetting funnels. I'm doing. I can't remember which way I'm doing, right or left. I gotta think about it. So I'm doing left pirouetting funnels. Um, I'm I'm actually at the point where I'm actually gonna try it in real life, and then transition. Uh, I'm not doing that yet in real life, but I'm still working on that. But the pirouetting globe is beating me up. And I just saw Matt Kramer. He was at the Hell He's Gone Wild Fun Fly. He was doing it. So that's what I'm wearing. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, a hard that's one. A good challenging maneuver. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, talking about uh, new maneuvers, we're going to put you on the spot here, Jimmy. Okay. Uh, so, have you found, have you been using and have you found the Full Pool School series to be helpful? I have, and that's one of the things that I, the first Full Pool School actually brought me back to, you know what, slow it down, go back to a hover, and try, you know, slow everything down. That's where I started realizing I'm okay. I can the the pirouetting funnels. Do it. Do it slow. Break it down. So for that, um, unfortunately, I haven't posted any videos. I don't have anybody videoing me when I'm usually out flying. But I would definitely (laughs) participate. Yeah, I thought about that. My daughter keeps saying, "Too dad, you should get a GoPro." I'm like, yeah, you just want me to get it so you can use it. (laughs) (laughs) She wants a 3D printer now. Oh, jeez. That's cool. Well, yeah, I I would definitely be participating more if I had some video, but I I heard you also talking about, you know, just give some input also, yeah? Yeah, please. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah definitely. Just post up and and say how how it went, you know? Hey, I you know, I struggled with this, or everything went smooth. Would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I never even thought about going back. You know, who? Who? I. I, I never thought about going backwards. Going back to a hover. What do I need to hover for? I've. I've already been there. But it's actually brought me back to slowing it down. Even. Just you know the slow pirouettes. That's definitely what helped me start better my stick movements um I, I if it wasn't for that i probably wouldn't be doing pirouetting funnels i mean even though i'm only going one way i also want to do the reversals too so we're pirouetting left but rolling right mm-hmm. or vice versa um yeah that's definitely helped me that's and i from the first time that you started it yeah no it's 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 like I said. I'm this. I'm gonna try this weekend. We're supposed to get together on Saturday at the home field. Um, I'm gonna try. Time to get life. some loops in. <laughs> yeah, 
good weather. It's going to be nice and cool, too. I like the cool weather. It got cold on Friday. How was your turnout over at the... How many pilots did you guys have at Queen City? It wasn't bad. We had, I think, 44 pilots. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, craziness. Yeah. What's this thing going on at your thing? Is it an event, or is it just a hangout? What, this Saturday? Yeah. That's just us. There, so there's... We had... Just a group of us, the Philly Collective, we call us. <laughs> the Philly so Collective. Dave Williams, yeah, <laughs> Millie Rivera, nice. Tyler Bodro, Rick Cotty, and Ryan Chachi. Chachi. Nice. Chachi. So if I show up tomorrow, oh wait, not tomorrow, if I show up on Saturday, would you tandem with me? I would. <laughs> no fear. <laughs> Our oh oh fear. boy. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you just Our said you didn't want to break your stuff. <laughs> yeah, but our fields, like like I said, our, our field's big enough. We have five flying stations. Oh no, close close quarters. <laughs> yeah. I've no, never tandem with anybody. I don't think you're going to be the problem. I think I'll be the problem. <laughs> That's what they all think. I try and be a problem. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh gosh. So, I never learned how to tandem. I call it a game of chase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do two at a time. We'll we'll have two. I don't I don't think we ever had three helicopters at a time going. We could do it, but we we'll usually four. two. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to party. How many people are going to be there? We have, we have that many five. in the air. This uh, is how it starts, Jimmy. Yeah, I know me Emilio. Emilio, he's been he gets out every day. Almost seems like I'm jealous. Um, I need to bring a truck out. Yeah, Emilio's been he's been. Oh, every day he's posting. Oh, I got this. He's, he builds too. He's doing some scratch building too. So, I think he was in the sim with me like twenty minutes ago. Probably, yeah. He might have been yeah. On there. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. Maybe he did. Let me check. Usually they'll let us know. Like, hey, go. Ah, huh. uh, just talking about going to Modown. I don't know if I can make the Modown. Oh, come on. You could you get to tandem with Scott. Yeah, I had some prior commitments. I could probably get out of it, but I got a big, <laughs> big, big, big roast, big fest thing going on for a 21st birthday. Oh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my I'm way. A bunch of teenagers. Well, I'm teenagers. They're 21 years old. I guess they're legal now, right? Yeah. Definitely legal. Oh, cool. So. What's next for you in the hobby? What do you what do you got planned? Anything building? We know you're talking about events here, but is there anything that you're planning to build or get into? Uh, just the Spectre right now. That's the only thing I got going on right now. I just got done a bunch of building, so crashing and building. I've been doing a lot of goblin. I crashed three times. And repaired that trying to when the whole pandemic thing was going on trying to get parts for that i was getting a little bit here a little bit over there right uh i got all the xl powers running now except the specter i mean that's new so it's that's still being built but right now were all the spe- uh, all the xl power helis were all they all new or did you buy some used one was bought used. The first one that I bought, I bought used, because I I wasn't too sure about it when I first got it. Um, other than that, everything else is brand new. Uh, the Drake, 
that was actually bought used, but that I crashed that one. I got that from Thomas Mabry. Oh wow, the Drake. Yeah, I got yeah. That from, his a good friend of mine. When did you get that? Last year. Last year. So that was last year. Yeah, he had it up for sale for a little while. He had built it, and I guess he never put the electronics in it or anything, and sold it. I seen it. It was on sale for. I think I saw it on Heli Freaks. And I was trying to shout out for him, and he wasn't responding. And I got on the Facebook on the Hangout, and I reached out to him, and they were like, "Yeah, he's right here." I was like, "Hey, you know, you still have that for sale?" So we made a good deal. He shipped that to me, and I built that. That was a good flying helicopter. Al Talone actually got me. Where we were, we were tuning that. Now that was starting to feel really good, and I was banging really hard TikToks just because I was getting head wobbles and bobbles with that so we were tuning that out and that just started getting good and and the battery ejected that was a little devastating i hurt um but other than that one the xl the first 550 i have and that drake they were the only two used helicopters that i bought nice yeah that drake 570 is nice man yeah, I kind of missed that. The, the canopy's in good shape, other than the <laughs> that matte finish has having the cracks. Oh yeah, that was the only thing that didn't prevent. But yeah, I like that helicopter. I might yeah. get another one. They fly good. Yeah, I'll just put the settings. I'll just take the Fly Brothers controller off each helicopter. The one that I had tuned by uh, Paul. <laughs> well, now you just might as well get the five eighty. So. Yeah, they were flying that. That looks good too. That's that's another one I was looking at. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back to a nitro. That's one of the things I was looking at. Yeah, it'd be fun. Saturday. Six oh six oh threes. What are the, what size blades are they running on that? So I think it comes it comes stock with five seventies. If it's definitely going to be a six hundred, I if I I wouldn't. Yeah, you can run 603s or you can run 610s. Mm-hmm. You could you, go up to, but stock is sub yeah. 600. Your, your mileage blades. may vary, but I have put a set of 620 rotor techs on a 580 and it flew. Oh, wow. Mm. But please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you have like three millimeters between blades. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you have 90 durometer on that on the head all around? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I got some of the spin 603s. Five. 605s. I'm going to try those on. That Oxy looks good, too, though. That's mm-hmm. the other one. There you go. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want that 580. You'll end up with more tan lines than Trump. (laughs) (laughs) You're crazy, Mike. Uh, That's why I'm bringing another goblin out to the field. uh, It's okay. They keep on coming. uh, They'll come back, Mike. They'll all come back home. Just saying. Come back. They never left. 
Mm-hmm. They all come back. You will come back too. Nope. It's only a matter of time. I tried. <laughs> Suck. Uh, Sucks. Eric didn't make it out, huh? His what was his wife? He wasn't able to make it out there. Yeah, his wife was oh, sick, bad. So. I seen the post. I was like, oh no. Yeah. No he good. Did the, he did the responsible thing, you know, and I think that's yeah, that's right. He's a great guy, man. I was good meeting that guy too. All you guys, it was good meeting you. I had fun. I definitely look forward to. What's the next one you guys are gonna have? Mowdown. Airmasters this weekend, Cincinnati. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to make the. I had it all set up with work. I was. They were going to get me a load to go out to the Cincinnati area, and Leroy had set up everything. I was talking to him. He had everything laid out. He's like, "Yeah, you, you could park right here." I was going to drop my trailer at the place. I was going to deliver, and just run the truck over and just stay in the truck for the weekend. That load ended up getting canceled. And then the fridge went. I had to go out get a new refrigerator that weekend. Uh, yeah. That and there was another one in New York that uh, RC Helly Noob, I guess, posted. His name's Jay, I believe. But I, that was another event that I was supposed to make and that fell through. And then the whole the Ray City, I had that. I had put in for the time off, I'd, and it was a week late. And then I was, I had to cancel that time off request and re- send in a new request. I was like, you know, I, I, I'm supposed to go this date. I put in for these dates. She's like, oh, I don't know if I could change it. She's like, I might have too many people off. Just, just do what you can. And then she approved it like the next day. But I put it, what was your, whatever the date, the weekend was, I put in a week late when I put in for my time off request for the race city. But I was able to make it, so. I'm glad you didn't make it. That was it. a good time. Yeah, that was a good time. That kid showed up. Were you there? You came out on Sunday, right? That kid showed up with a uh, new airplane. Oh, the airplane. That kid, he was, I was like, how are you planning on flying this? He's, ah, I just. He played on his his friend's simulator a few times, and his dad went out and bought it. Had a, a brand new motor, OS fifty five in it. And I said, "So what? Are you just going to fly it and wing it?" He, yeah, so I was going to just try it. I said, his motor was coming off the motor mounts. Oh, uh, yeah. We had so DJ was there. Me and DJ just actually tightened it up. We went over through. We went over the whole airplane and. Tightened everything up for him. Got him up to par. Somebody who was it? Jamie. Jamie Burkholder had a DX6, so he was. We were able to buddy box. So I got the buddy box that kid. I, that was fun. That's what I've been doing for a long time. I, I I've spent a lot of time with students. Hmm. Usually after I they uh, uh after they get their certificate as a pilot, uh, they usually don't come back no more. Sometimes they end up missing. Sometimes they come out, they get lessons. As long as you're a member, you can get free lessons at our club. Nice. Cool. So, uh, what sources do you use to get knowledge and information for the hobby? Uh, definitely the hanging out. 
Scott, and Mikey Lawrence. Mikey Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he spent some time with me on the phone. Dave Williams, he's pretty uh, knowledge with it. Uh, if he can get out, he just had a new baby, so he's got a lot of family stuff going on right now. So I haven't seen him in a while, but you know, I can relate. I've been there. But you could definitely get whatever information. You, it, it's it's so easy now to go on Facebook and get information rather than sometimes waiting. I remember doing it. Holy Freak used to have a chat room. And there would always be somebody in the chat rooms. I remember that. That down. That was kind of deprived. I spent a lot of time on there. Yeah, me too. It was chat. great. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I do miss. Dominic. Cappy. Man, you guys all got nicknames. Our kind of people, right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let, let's just kind of bring it down to a close. Um, do you, I know you attended the, the Jersey phone fly last weekend, right? Do you, I know we talked a little bit about it. You know, do you want to, do you have anything else to add? Like what were like the highlights for you? I, you know, we know we talked that you got help were there, um, but how many pilots were there? Ooh, we had a good turnout too. I don't know the exact number, but I would say we had at least had, I would say between 35 and 40 registered pilots. That's good. So it sounds pretty similar to what yeah, we had, Scott. Yeah, I got Rob, Devin, McClellan, Matt Kramer was there, Andrew Locks was there. Mark Federoff. Thank you, Mark. If it wasn't for him, my tents, my, my pop-ups probably would have been destroyed. It was a little windy on Saturday. Andrew Locks had showed up, and he was setting up his tent. As he was setting up, he didn't even get a chance to anchor it down. The wind picked it up and just destroyed it. Damn. Uh, yeah, Mark was my neighbor, and thank God, because there was a bag that I forgot. Um, there was a few things I'd forgotten. Uh, so he lent me some anchors, tie down my uh, pop-up, and Rob McToon, yeah, I call him McToon, he lent, I, f I forgot, you know when you put uh, the fold-out tables, it can be a little slippery, so I, I usually bring my mat, uh, yeah. I have an SAB mat, I'll put that out just so the stuff's not sliding around, I forgot that, so Rob was able to spot me one for the weekend. And then Mark Faroff letting me borrow the tie-downs. I ended up going home later on that night, and I ended up bringing my bag back. But we didn't need them on Sunday. Sunday was actually a pretty mild day. Um, did, uh, did the landowner fly his biplane? He did not. Mm. He's um kind of grounded right now. He's working on... I guess that he was saying anything over 10 miles an hour, 10 mile an hour winds, it, it thing gets a little hairy. That's a lot of airplane with a little prop on the front. Um, yeah. He said it gets pushed around really easily. And uh, that was in the hangar, but he had a stent put in. So he's waiting for his medical. So he uh. was not fine, but there was other 
in the morning there was others uh flying they had the the guys i don't i don't know exactly but they had these like parachute things parasailers i guess yeah they were do that. Yep. I took a picture of it. I don't know if you saw it, but um, it's, so I, it, I think it's the parasites where they, they use a winch to uh, get them up. Yes. And then they free, you know, they flow back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that last year. That's what they were doing. Yep. Um, but being this windy, being as windy as it was on Saturday, they were, they were out there just kiting with them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it. Sounds like you know, um, you know, it, it's great to be at a fun fly, right? And I, I think just like you attended the one up in Jersey, we attended the one in Quinn City, and we want to kind of, you know, obviously, um, you went, you got, you know, help, and that's the the cool thing about going to fun flies. Generally, people want to help you, right? So um, we had attended the Quinn City fun fly, and. Obviously, me and Skids attended uh, Fence Post, pretty much ran it, short of officially ran it. He was like the point of contact. So, um, you know, we wanted to do a quick kind of highlights. You know, I wanted to start with Scott because he's the one that, quote unquote, ran it. What do you what did you think, Scott? I ran into the ground. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, you, no, you had an auto kind of well i mean we could have been more prepared for sure um we, we're talking about race city or we're talking about queen city queen, queen city yeah queen yeah. city yeah definitely could have been more prepared um i thought it was going to be canceled because of the rain to be completely honest yeah but uh i think it would be a little bit more uh, what could you say organized next year because the club knows what to expect and everything because that was their first ever helicopter event they had no clue what to expect <laughs> let's wait until the bill comes for the beans yeah i know right <laughs> apparently the club did pretty well and they're not upset by anything so it was actually went pretty good i'm yeah. super stoked that uh bk showed up as well with kyle and bert like that's that's right. cool yeah because they haven't been able to make it to like any events this year so that was their first yeah their first yeah, event. most of team a main showed up too so yeah it was a nice like reminder of what events are like mm. i mean it was good to see all of you guys but i was really uh, hoping for leon luke yeah. so just saying yeah apparently he can't leave canada because he can't get back home <laughs> yeah so he's like yeah no <laughs> <laughs> right uh, no it was good to see all of you guys as always so but yeah, Bert and Kyle showed up uh of course shannon and his son caleb from only fine helis uh were there uh, the A main team. We had who was it? Scott, Jason, um, uh, Andrew, Marlene, Mike Lewandowski, yeah, Mikel Graham, Andrew, uh, anger management. I forgot his last name. Merlino, yeah, Jim Merlino, yeah. Um, who else? Mike Lewandowski. Did I say him? Kenny Hutton. Kenny Hutton. Yeah, Kenny Hutton. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. not so, nice Frank line, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> Frank well, just there. forget the team manager. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the RCHO boys there. Bowl effect. Um, it was a good event, yeah. man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Scott uh, hosted the auto contest. Uh, I did not win it this time. I was like a mile away. 
but coincidentally, Chris, Chris Calhoun won it with his logo eight hundred. Quist. 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 Quist Calhoun won the auto contest. The won the auto contest. Wogo eight hundred. Wogo eight. Wogo eight hundred. Eight hundred. So, but yeah, Chris, uh, congratulations to you, sir. And uh, yeah. of course, he uh, he does listen to the show. Thank you, Scott. Uh, and uh, he, <laughs> uh, well, he, well done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he he uh, floated it in there big time. And uh, and of course, uh, Kyle Stacy did some autos as well, which were pretty yeah. insane. Um, I mean, he literally put it on the cone. On like, the there cone. was zero the, inches. Like, th- and did not move the cone, mind you. Like, did not flip it over. Like, literally, no. there was no space. Yeah. Was he using a 580 as well? No. It 700. Was 700? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure what he was using. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, so- but he was, uh, was hitting, was actually touching the cone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The blades didn't knock it over. No, he touched, the nose was touching the cone. Yep. Well, yeah. The, the, the cone is just beneath it's a small the blades. Cone. Yeah, it's a small cone. Yeah. So. Yeah. The same one that used at Race City, right, Scott? Yeah, same yeah. cone. So he actually okay. touched the nose on it without knocking it over after <laughs> doing like an overspeed looping auto. Yeah, it was real. Insane. Yeah, he yeah. made us look like children. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me, I was like brute force straight yeah. into the ground. Well, and that was the funny part is I think I mentioned on on the groups is I was like I'm glad that I started the trend of demolition in the autos because I don't know if you remember like. There was that little like micro that crashed, but before me, everybody was doing pretty good, and I I piled in, and everybody followed. Oh, you mean Chad's <laughs> oxy too? Yeah, Chad did yeah. it with an oxy too. That's a man <laughs> right there. That's right. <laughs> it was more like a tumble. <laughs> yeah, I mean the first one wasn't bad. Why? I mean I think the first one was actually not bad. He actually got to land it, and then the rest of them were just balls, like yeah. flipping around. But yeah, no, it was definitely like, it, it was, you know, the fact that Bert was there, you know, we even got to, you know, just, you know, chat with them. I mean, obviously we didn't take too much of their time. We had dinner. That was awesome. Um, you know, the, the, the lunch was amazing. What do you have? We had barbecue. We had like dessert. It was like some kind of brownie cake or something. It was amazing. Mm. Um, and it was nice because he, the, the shower the shower on site right so i actually drove seven hours slept in my car and but a nice thing about it is i woke i was woken up by jay tradeway and tom shin to shaking my car <laughs> so i uh the first thing i was like you know of course i gave him some choice words like uh fuckheads and assholes and everything else in between but then I, I said, let me just brush my teeth. And as soon as I got done brushing my teeth, it was out to the flight line. It was kind of awesome. So it was, it was definitely, you know, small fun fly, but it still had like there was propiles there. You know, it was a good atmosphere. And then there was no night flying, but I don't, it's weird for not being any f- night flying, but it was kind of nice because we just got to hung out, hang out. Yeah. Right. I was going to say it, it was awkward, uh, yeah. but. You know, even by like Saturday night, like we we were having just a ball, just hanging out, laughing, and and you know, just hanging out with each other, talking, sharing stories, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was really good. Peach cobbler, apple cobbler. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Very Cliff. Good. Amazing, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah. Um, but 
But yeah, Joe. really great flying all day long. Go ahead, yard sale. Who got the uh, the Nitro Rooster pools? Tom Shin. Does anyone else ever? Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if anybody beat him. Uh, I think it Jay? was a toss up between Jay and and Tom. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because I yeah. I think they they I think Jay might have flown and then they came and found the car, <laughs> found my car and then woke <laughs> me up. Bastards. No, it's okay. Yes. It was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. First we did the uh the Tom Shin fence post skids challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh we ended up adding another person by massive mistake on my part. Um but uh my stuff's not on camera. Um Jay was busy helping somebody and then he came over and I think filmed Tom Fence Post and Kyle Stacy. And uh so that is out there somewhere, I think on the on the forums. Um, but, uh, we were doing, what were we doing? It was, um, clock is rolling mm-hmm. Four point diamonds, both directions. Right. And pirouetting rainbows. We yeah. started being aileron rolling rainbows and then we couldn't do it. So we started doing pirouetting rainbows. Right. And I still couldn't do it. <laughs> I still couldn't. Yeah. I was all over the place. Um, but, uh, but it's cool though, because, you know, again, like full pull school, it kind of shows us where our weaknesses are. And, and believe it or not, those are the kinds of things that I work on on the sim now, you know, where I'm like, I'm going to get this, you know, rolling circles. I'm, I'm going to work on this. And, um, so it's been, it's been good for me, but, uh, yeah, then we had Kyle step up to the plate and of course he does these, you know, he's like, oh gosh, I haven't done this in forever. And then he like busted out flawlessly and yeah, with reversals, <laughs> with reversals. So then it just turned into like a call out fest. We're like, do this, do this maneuver, do that maneuver. And, uh, and it was amazing. So he, it was fun to, uh, and I, I wanted to add to what Gucci was saying earlier, um, you know, with being able to share a conversation with them. The coolest part about it was the fact that, uh, it was so low key that you could take their time. And you could have long conversations with them where normally at events, you know, minus COVID, uh, or even at like at Urcha, there's just no time. They, they're being pulled in 50 different directions all the time. And I think that that was probably one of the most memorable things for me about Queen City was being able to, you know, um, not feel rushed and have those conversations with those guys. And they were more than happy to, because I think they, I think they, they themselves were excited to, you know, uh, finally be out of the house and be somewhere doing a fun fly. So I think it was definitely, uh, reciprocated, you know, it was both on both sides. They were excited too. So, um, but it was a really good time. I don't know if I'm missing anything, anything, uh, that we're leaving Uh... out. Tandem with an airplane was cool. That was cool. Yeah, what was the kid's uh, name? Benton Griffin, I think his name is. I know his first name is Benton, but he's I think it's Griffin. Guy? Yeah, he's an A-Main team pilot, so we're transitioning to being an air team, I think. Oh, nice. Where we'll do airplanes and helicopters. Yeah. Or they're going to separate, you know, a heli and an airplane team, but apparently it's easier to make one jersey. <laughs> well, no makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Like we've got to save those five dollars. No, yes. it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Now I know uh, A Main is a lot more involved in their team, right? You know yeah, what they offer. Don't, we don't do a lot of airplane stuff, so we thought we'd try and venture out. I mean, basically, Frank and I started flying at that field because he's down here because of COVID and everything. He's got a house here, 
And, you know, I'm 45 minutes from that field. So we started meeting up there every weekend. And, you know, we met this kid, Benton. And we're like, holy crap, this kid can fly. And he's also super nice. So he found his way onto the team within a, a month or so. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we figured we're going to try and tackle airplanes a little bit more. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Well. Right. Yeah. To wrap it up, I think everybody went home with an RCHO souvenir of some sort. Yeah. So funny part about that, I did have wheel weights on my front wheel right side. Right. And what I did didn't, drive like? So it was fine. Like the only, so I'm driving, I'm, it's not, my steering wheel is it's not shaking or anything like that. And mind you, it's a Ford Flex. So let's not keep, you know, it's not like precision driving over here. And uh, uh, Monty, I started talking to him and he's like, so I heard you picked up some wheel weights. And I'm already like halfway you know three and a half hours into the drive and i'm like i really don't notice anything and i start paying more attention and only thing i could feel is that it was it was actually pulling to the right a little bit really <laughs> but it wasn't all the time it was just like um like if i was if the the road was inclined to the left it was actually pulling to the left but if you're just completely flat it would start veering to the right mm. but it wasn't I'm shaking I didn't. I didn't even stop. I, I literally funny. drove all the way home, and I found them, and they were all the way on the inner. And you might want to, because I looked and I didn't see them, but they were all the way on the inner lip of the the tire, the rim. So it was really funny because when Ben and Josh, and mind you, they'd already gotten me like with the Forerunner, you know. So I thought they were very strategic about their zip tie placement. So Ben and Josh are driving away, and and I can hear it flap 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 underneath the, <laughs> the, and I'm dying laughing at this point. So Ben and Josh they get out, and uh, well no I'm sorry they they kept kind of pulling out because they were like what the hell is that you know it's that whole like questioning what's going on. I start pulling out and I hear and I'm like you sons of bitches. So I pull up behind them. Of course Ben and Josh they get out. And the look on their face was still like, what the hell is going on here? They get up underneath their truck, and then they both come out smiling. <laughs> so they figured out really quickly what was going on. And, and of course, then I, I had to get mine off of my truck as well. But, um, you know, typical fashion of RCHO pranksters. But It's all so, right. Yeah. Payback. Initiate it. Yeah. It will happen. <laughs> i'll leave it at that there you go but anyway it was a good time i had a lot of fun and uh even though we did get rained on a couple times it, it that wasn't a rain that was a sprinkle yeah it was it didn't dampen spirits that's for sure we had an amazing time so it was a lot of fun so with that i guess we're gonna wrap this up and uh Jimmy yeah. Tate. If people want to get in touch with you, sir, how could they do that? I guess the best way would be Messenger, Facebook, Jimmy Tate, with an IE. Hmm, there you go. Tater Tot. Tater Tot. A hot mail. Tater Tot salad mail. <laughs> they they call me Without the whiz. Tater Salad. <laughs> right. I knew I was getting that. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for the awesome. warning, because at first I would have been 
what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. <laughs> right, thanks for wow. having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Hanging out with you guys. Absolutely. And then the first, uh, at the first event that we're all there, we'll definitely, you know, hang out and you know, I enjoy meeting new people. So it's always yeah, we have a got- pleasure. You're in, are you, are you closer to the PA border and you're in Ohio, right? Daniel? Yeah. So the, our club that we usually fly where Mike flies, that's his home club is like literally, well, like 15 minutes on the border. Yeah. We're the border. about 15, 20 minutes from, yeah. uh, I guess the closest would be Newcastle PA. Yeah. Oh, okay. We have so, a family in, uh, Cop- Copley, Ohio. Copley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play. Yep. That's more towards me. So I, yeah, I live. Not too bad. Yep. So, yeah, I know there's people. Bob Heaster, he lives in Pennsylvania. Uh, Frigal Scopes, as we call him, he's a UPenn. They come all the time when we have fun flies. Or Bob comes just to hang yeah, out. That's not a bad ride yeah. either. That's only five, five and a half, I think. Five and a half hours. Yeah, yeah we're, that's, an e- we're, that's easy for me. Ten hours. Our, ten hours starts to get a little far. <laughs> yeah, our field is about an hour from Pittsburgh. Yep, Pittsburgh is about four and a half. Yeah, so that's about five and a half hours. No more than six. Definitely no more than six. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think Bob. I think it takes Bob about five hours to get to us. Yep. So yeah, you're welcome. Right. Anytime you want to come, just shoot us an email or a message, and we'll we'll come hang out and fly. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, speaking of email, uh, if anyone would like to get in touch with us to be an average Joe, or if you have questions or show ideas, uh, if you want to come on and tell us something that we don't know, tell us that we're doing a poor job. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Email us at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com. And uh, again, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yep. You guys can also like our Facebook page. And follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. And let's not forget to give out a huge shout out to the other heli podcast and video personalities in the hobby. With a little extra this week, I did see that uh, Ms. Zunter uh, actually released another one of her tutorial videos on yeah. looping. Wow. So She stole yeah. my idea. Yep, see? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I heard, uh, I also heard there's a special episode of uh, Frozen Fries with Bill Ann. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Is he back? He's, he's back. Yeah. Nice. He's coming out with something new, but yeah, it's awesome to have, you know, uh, different uh, avenues to just stay in a hobby, stay connected to the hobby. Right on. All right, well, moving right along, let's hit some parting words. Gucci, what you got? Ooh, I thought really hard this week, and I think uh, I got a good one for Mike. Hashtag 580 Nitro Ripper. That 580 is sick. And then uh, we're going to go to <laughs> the hashtag 55 Nitro 2020, because we're going to keep on. We'll bring Mike's spirits back up with the OS 55. Then we have my uh, uh, hashtag 10-foot blade stops. 
you know, because that's <laughs> what's Gucci. And then hashtag who needs lift just planted in the ground. <laughs> and then the last one is hashtag fun with flags. Fun with flags. Fun flags. with flags. <laughs> fun with flags. I like it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> so I'm staying true. Hashtag get your ass out and fly. We have hashtag equipper. Equipo is Fenter. Sucio. Equiper. What are you, like yeah. French now? Equipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, might, I might be having a slight stroke right now. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, oui. We have a couple new ones here. We have hashtag Ohio is for fun flies. What do you think, Scott? <laughs> yes. And of course, we can't forget hashtag Gucci's Goblin Rentals.com. <laughs> Nice. I, I don't get the rentals. No, you rent out your. Never mind. Yeah, you hmm. got a 580 rental heli. Yeah. Oh, that's not really a rental. Yeah, it's not as funny when I got to explain it, Gucci. Yeah, well, it's not really a rental. <laughs> if you want to be honest, it's a long-term yeah. borrow. I, I, yeah. think the, I think the fact that you have you like a fleet full of goblins like explains it enough. It's like a used car lot. Oh, okay. what are you trying to say? Moving on. <laughs> No tire kickers here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kicked the tire on that Drake. I mean, you, you made it really easy for me to buy that Drake off of you, Mike. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll just negotiate myself. <laughs> just take it off my hands. I got to buy a Puros Nitro. Oh, gosh. This is going downhill. Fence Post, what you got? <laughs> I got hashtag part-time posse. Mm. Although, I've been on two shows in a row now. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> Oh, hashtag bankers hours. Hashtag it's okay. I'll run your fun fly. Oh god. <laughs> hashtag let's make a deal. I'll give you five inches. Yes. <laughs> and hashtag y'all seeing this? <laughs> oh man. Very oh nice. boy. Those ones are spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Where's bitch mittens? Yeah. What happened to that one? Hashtag bitch mittens. There you go. I think it should replace that last one there. All right. So, from my boy K-Dub, we got Send It Till You End It. That's a classic. Love that one. It'll live on forever. Mm, absolutely. And all the way up in, uh, you know, the Arctic, we got our little Eskimo going out for a rip, eh? Yep. <laughs> yep. And then and- we... Well, yep. Hold on before we move on. Okay. I'm honoring our buddy Darren with uh, some Molson's Canadian loggers tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Working on your Molson oh, yeah. muscle, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sip on Absolutely. that, your toque. Did you? Right. <laughs> get a double double yeah. with your toque. Can't, can't get these at Timmy's. Uh, <laughs> oh, you get the shit. fake stuff, I'll make you a hoser. <laughs> mm. That's right. That's right. All right. So. From our boy JT, we got FM Batteries. FM Batteries. And of course, Scott would know about this one had he hung out, but he had to go run off with his pro buddies. Let me do what I do. And uh, we got Rodney Clay with Where Is Your Asshole? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Those are classic. (laughs) Yep. You guys would know about that one, but you weren't there. So. We're going to have words with Rodney. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Then we got our classic popped-in breakers. And then, of course, we can't end this without. Oh. Hashtag 2-0 for hold. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. This has been episode number 29 with Jimmy Tate. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you guys next time. Taters. Two bullets. Hit it, buddy. No rush. Nope. Start over. You've gone away. All right, Mike. Why don't you, uh... (laughs) Mike, why don't you uh, take over there and uh, tell us about your week? Uh, well, why don't we figure out what's up with his mic real quick since we're <laughs> stopped anyways. All right. Sounds good. Uh, hello. I hear him really far down in the weeds there. Yeah. I don't hear anything. He's what? muted again. I hear, I hear music. There you go. Get, get right up on it. Like it's your boyfriend. Hello. There you go. No. <laughs> What is going on? There, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's still, not. Jesus. I it's... was like double muted. You know how there's two different screens on Skype? <laughs> I muted the big one, and then I looked at the small one. It said mute. I unmuted the small one, and it wouldn't let me talk. Wow. Oh, God. Shit. Shit is computer. going down with Skype. Yeah, seriously. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Ask me my <laughs> All right, should I bring you back in, or are you just going to go Ask with it? Ask me yeah. about my wiener! Yeah, bring, him, bring me back in. <laughs> okay. Let's count down from five inches. Um, Four. Sc- fuck. Three. He didn't two. say go yet. Wow, you that's guys a are weekly, really, You guys are making me really work for it. Holy shit. That, that's a, I was about to say, that's a weekly rap, folks. Sorry, I'm eating now and later. Yeah. I wish he was on the show to tell you about it. But uh, so the funny thing of it was is that he messaged us, uh, messaged. Messaged it. Messaged it. Messaged. I can't even talk tonight. Holy shit. Where's my drink? All right, we're clear. Good show. I'm done. <laughs> Jesus, you guys. Oh, bless you. All I'm sorry. Right. I'm scrolling holy lids. <laughs> There's now seven people in my...
Funfly online. Y'all are missing out. So here's the question. Do I just buy OS or should I just buy the YS because it's like $7 cheaper? I've ran both and it doesn't matter. No? Okay. I'll take your uh, word of advice. And then I'm going to make a post and just rave about how great a choice I made on my own. <laughs> no. You you get on the internet when it doesn't work right and you fucking like blast Scott all over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it did work, you still blast Scott all over the internet. Shit. Poor Jimmy Tate sitting there like this is the fucking dumbest podcast I've ever been on. All these guys do is just sit around and bullshit. <laughs> Uh, he he's not wrong. <laughs> he's That's on. the whole point of it, right? It's kind of an awkward night. Kevin's Kevin's poop face tonight. I am. We gotta dude, cheer him up. Like, listen back, and I left the door wide the fuck open for you guys, and you just sat there. I have a <laughs> mouthful of now and later's. That's not fair. That's it's yeah. Like mutants. I mean. Great time to eat now and later's when we're well, fucking that's why recording. I'm now. Good grief. Ah, oh, man. I need my sugar. I gotta stay mm. up. Because you're making me fall asleep. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Mm. Got water, so it might improve my speech. Oh, probably not. Um, I might speak like Kripke now. <laughs> Welcome to the Howie Head Show. <laughs> Hello, fuckheads. All right. Hello, fuckheads. <laughs> so Hello, funny. Fuckheads. We're having fun with flags. Flags. <laughs> flags. Yeah, you ever, you ever read the canopy? Scott says that nonsense all the time. Diabolo. Yeah. It's not after a devil, it's named after that little spinning toy. It looks like two bowls put together. You play with it with a string and two sticks. So it's a dola bolo. Yeah. Hit <laughs> 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 it, dole bowl. Two bowls put together, dola bolo. No, nothing. No. Last <laughs> try, try again. Uh, it, final it'll, disapproval. It'll make the show, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> Hashtag get your ass out the. F- Ugh, I screwed that up. Wow, That's the first time I screwed it up. That is. Yeah. 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 Hashtag get your ass out and fly. You are messing with the last bullet. That's why. I know. Try it again. Uh, we have. So Chris Nutt messaged me and said he likes turtles too. <laughs> <laughs> My mama said not to touch me where my bathing suit covers. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. I just got a fresh now and later. I'm good. I fucking hate you. This one's cherry. I damn. You idiot. <laughs> get, get that thing in your mouth, you idiot. <laughs> 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 we can wait so that way you're not distracted.
like Mike, with us now or later. This is my Doberman candy. Sometimes she doesn't bite me, but sometimes also she does. Wow. Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, let me get your autograph. Get it off eBay. <laughs> Who is eBay? What the fuck? No, we are nothing. not very racist. The Ringer. Oh, Tom Never Shins seen The Ringer? All right, here we go. <coughs> Very professional. Mm -hmm. Top notch around here. <laughs> Only the best. <laughs> All right, everybody, yeah, welcome. <sighs> <laughs> we need a female so we can get a queef in that little bit of My bad. unprofessionalism. <laughs> Ooh. Bless you. It wasn't what you think it was. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? You hear music? Because <laughs> I just queefed big time. Yeah. <laughs> I totally just queefed. Yeah, okay, we're done. <laughs>